You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. You want some of your ashes over here and then you want some of them over there. Mm-hmm. You want to split them up, which is what yeah. I said. I, I I think I would like a little bit. I'd, I'd like a something Monica part of in me. my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. Are you done? A little bit of Tina's. Go ahead. I want some of my bodies. A little bit of Sandra. <laughs> so annoying today. You're listening to the Laughing Couple podcast with your hosts Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Boom diada, boom diada, boom diada, boom diada. I like the sunshine. I like the rain. It's like raining out right now, actually. What's that from? Ah, uh, the Discovery Channel. Sharon Lewis and Bram. I think it was the Discovery Channel. Well, no, I don't know where it was originally from, but I know that uh, the Discovery Channel did. Do you remember Sharon Lewis and Bram? <laughs> of course I do. Who was your favorite? <laughs> uh, Bram. I'm a dude. Actually, you know what? Now that you said just his name solo, I don't think I know anyone named Bram. Like, are you saying Bram or Brad? Are you saying Bram or Pam? <laughs> like, Did, it's kind of a strange name. Am I saying Bran or Bran. Brad? Uh, whatever. <laughs> Bran or Brad? I can't hear you. Well, I feel like if someone was like, hi, I'm Bram. I'd be like, sorry, what? You know what I mean? Maybe Bram was short for something. Bramford. Yeah, maybe maybe Brantford, Ontario. <laughs> anyway, I just noticed that. Like his Sharon, name, Lois, he, and Bram. You know, when I was a kid, I thought Sally, Jesse, Raphael were three, three different, different people. people. <laughs> Those red glasses. Yeah, I thought there were three different people. She was iconic. And what was that other one that was on in the daytime? Um, it was so good. It was kind of like a female Jerry Springer. And then she did a lot of makeovers. Oh, my God. It's going to drive me so nuts. Ricky Lake? Yes. Yeah, she lost a ton of weight, too. Ricky Lake. And then there was another one. She was blonde. Uh, oh, I don't know. And she was close to... She was very similar to... Uh, what's his face? Uh, oh, you Ricky, are not the father. Ricky Lake. Yeah. She was so good. I loved watching her after school. They always did these like incredible makeovers. Like It was like, I'm a nerd in high school, but look at her now. And then she would come out and be like a supermodel. Speaking of... Do you remember that TV show called uh, like The Swan? 
No. Where um, they took where they took people who like, were not like overly attractive and that did cosmetic surgery on them. I thought it was like extreme makeover, but like face edition. No, I think it's called the swan. Like oh. the ugly swan. That's terrible. Anyways, they did it. And did you know? I, I don't remember where I saw this. Oh, are you talking about the the husband that divorced her? Because the, the kids? No, almost every Sooner. one of those marriages ended in divorce. Well, I remember. Because when she got super, super hot, yeah. new teeth, new face, like everything. Like they did a whole makeover. Yeah. Now all of a sudden her husband, who looked just like her before, now is the ugly dude that's married to the swan. But I remember you specifically telling me about this special case where the husband sued his wife because... He, so she, she got all this plastic surgery before. This yeah. is not a part of the show. He won, by the way. That's he disgusting. Won this, he so, won his case. So he, he gets married to this girl who, um, before he met her looked completely different. So she had all of this cosmetic surgery. Then they had children and their children resembled her pre, like pre-surgery. And he was like, what the fuck? He was like, essentially, ew, this is so sad. He was essentially so mad that his kids were ugly. <laughs> Like, think about that. That's so mean. And so then he sued her. He sued her and won. For what? For lying. You can't sue someone for lying about what they used to look like. Apparently in China, you can. No. You can. It, was it in China? It was in a, I, I don't know. That was, it was very, it was an Asian country. I believe it was China. No, that is so he, sad. He won and he won like a sizable amount of money. Oh my God. It was God. essentially like a fraud case. He sued her for fraud. I don't know if that's exactly what he sued her for, but my gotta, my lack of uh, legal knowledge would indicate that that's what he sued her for was fraud. We got to look this up. She further. lied to him. Yeah, I know. But it's like, you can be like, yeah, I'm really good at so-and-so. And then you marry them and they're not good at that. And then they're like, no, I'm suing you. Like, that makes no sense to me. I don't understand why that's a thing. Because it, cause it was, uh, uh, what's what's the term I'm looking for? Um, it's not fraud. Either way, we'll, we'll get some more information about that. So um, Ryan, before we left, Ryan was left for Vegas. Chinese man sues wife for being ugly and wins $120,000. Oh, A man from Northern China divorces and sues his wife this year for being ugly. It's not a joke. <laughs> That's what it says? It's not a joke? It's not a joke. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so uh, there's some non-fake news for you. Um, Ryan, oh, are we going to do I Love You and You're Annoying before we get into this? Yeah. Oh, speaking of China, before we get into this, can I, can I just say this? Mm. I saw on TikTok, no, not even TikTok, I don't have TikTok. I saw on Instagram Reels this, uh, it, this thing that said, like, things are different in China. And I was like, I didn't even know how to react to this. You know when oh. the plus size stores? Yes. Yes, they're like, like like fatty McGaddy and like ridiculous like like piggy piggy. I like to eat more. Like no, my my eats what was, too much, ladies. What's the what's the one that was like? Um, I love calories or something. It's yeah. so bad, and it was like dead ass real. Like these and were people were in the store shopping like it was normal. I know. Like we have like uh, the tall and the big and tall stores mm, and yeah. things along those lines. But we're sensitive to the language around it. The, the translation like, is just it's they're awful. like. They're like, you're overweight and this is a store for you. So we're going to call it. I like to eat calories. Yeah, it was. It was bad. I saw that same one. I, I, thought, I was like, this can't be real. But then they just kept showing store after store after store. I and thought you were talking about the Instagram story that you saw of um, that culture that digs up the bodies. Oh, my God. Oh my Indonesia. God. It was an Indonesian country. That they do this 
ceremony or celebration and they dig up their dead. It, no, sorry. It was in Indonesia. It was a city in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. They dig up the dead from once a year, once a year, and they reclothe them and, and clean them, clean them up, reclothe them and like take pictures with them. They hang out for the day. As like a celebratory, like um, testament to the, to the love. Okay. So they we were believe, like, they believe that the, that there is a connection from this planet right. to that. Mm-hmm. And they believe that the better you treat the, the past, the, the more uh, fruitful your future will be. Honestly, and it was so, it was so eerie and then it got so sad. Yeah. Like the pictures are very alarming because they're like, they look like zombies, like not to be insensitive, but they do. They look like straight zombies. Well, they, they they're literally decaying in a coffin. Yeah. And, um, we were just kind of talking about this because I'm like, it's strange because like, obviously our culture is very Westernized and this is so odd to us, but like maybe them finding out that we cremate our loved ones, like they're like, Maybe they're thinking, why would you burn? Why would you burn them? Burn the body. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, you go to jail for, you go to jail for burning a body. Yeah. Like you will go to jail for burning a body. What there's a, there's a terminology for it. And yet we do it every single day. We just do it legally. Yeah. It's just, uh, it was really alarming, but you're right. Like it was eerie. And then the last one was of a child and the child was still looking like a, a child. And it was like. Oh, like it got really sad. Speaking of child and uh, dying, um, Riley asked me a very strange question. Not strange, but like, huh, I never thought about that. You and I have never talked about, do you want to be buried or cremated? This is like, this is big stuff to talk about. And we've never once discussed it. Last week, we were like, we haven't done our will. This week, we're like, we have no idea what we're doing after we die. No, but what would you, what are your wishes? Oh man. I don't know. This have is you such thought a, about it? I feel like I have, but then I don't think about it because it's like so heavy and then I just avoid. Have yeah, you? but these are things that you can't avoid. I know. Because these I'm things aware. happen. I think for me, um, there's something like I would like to be a donor. I'd like to donate some of my parts because I don't need them anymore. Are you a donor? Anymore. Are you on the list? Um, I was, but then I didn't mail it out. So I actually need so to. So you're not. So I need to redo it. Correct. <laughs> I was on the list, but I never completed no, it. No, no. So I've never, never been put on the list. I had intentions of doing that. And All then right, I got that's scared. Better. And then I got scared because it says like, what do you want to donate? And I put everything but my eyes. Tell me, I don't know why. I just feel like there's something within my eyes that I'm like, I feel like it's connected to if my soul. If you go back to Greek, Greek mythology, no never remove the eyes. I don't know. I just, I'm like, no. And I think it comes from my dad. I think my dad said that one time where he was like, you can take anything, but just don't take my eyes. I could be making that up. But I swear it was my dad. Anyways, I think I'd like to be a donor because the thought of my heart or my liver or whatever helping a child is like exactly what I would want. So yes, I think I'd want to be a, a, a donor to that. Um, I, I don't know. Like, do I want to be cremated? It's such a strange conversation to have because I'm like, I don't know if I want to be like burned, but then really, you're what, not. what would I want? I'm not going to want anything. Your skin bag is burned. Right? I don't know what I, I want. E- I don't know what I want either, but Riley asked me, she said, when you die, if they do burn your body, can I have it? The fuck? Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, she's Riley, gonna of course she can. She's going to dress you up. No, and I said, she's like, well, who gets your body if you, no, no, she's not going to dress me, put me in the corner and dress me up. I'm not like a stuffed animal. No. Taxiderm your body. You remember? That's what I wanted. I did ask for that. 
I legit asked to be taxidermied. Stop. That's so weird. I wanted to be put in the corner with my one finger pointing to people like I'm having a good time and my other hand propped for a drink. And whenever you came to a party, you'd be like, hey, oh, Ryan. Ryan guy. That's so creepy. I did want that. That's a true story. Um, but no, she did. She said, if you get cremated, can I have your ashes? And okay. I, so and you I didn't said, say ashes. You said, can I have your body? Yeah. She said, if they burn you. No, you didn't say anything. You just said, when you die, can I, who gets your body? Can I have it? Sorry for not being very descriptive here, but listen, no, what she said to me is, okay, can I have your ashes? And she said, who gets your ashes? I said, your mom would get my ashes. And then she said, but can I have them? I said, if your mom wants to give them to you, you can have them. I don't care. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it was sad Yeah. because I was like realizing that there's going to be a day when that happens. Yeah. And then at the same token, it was like, maybe I do want to be, maybe yeah. I do. Cause I have always thought I wanted to be buried. Yeah. I always thought I wanted to be buried. There's something magical. There was something like, I don't even know the experience of seeing your loved one go into the, into the grave. And yeah. like, I don't know, there's just some closure there yeah. for me. I think that's it. Where, where, when it's like, okay, bye. And then they come back like two weeks later in, in ashes. I didn't, I don't feel like for me, it was never like closure. So I right. wanted to give that closure to other people. But when I think about it, I, I, I don't go to my grandparents. Uh, like I don't drive to Barry and go and see my grandparents on a regular basis, mm-hmm. but I would love if the urn was at my mom's house. So I get what you're saying. I wonder if it's possible to do like a little BOGO, like <laughs> a one, a BOGO, like buy, buy one, one, get, get one, one free. <laughs> Like, like here's my foot no 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 hold on bury one get one so like bury half your ashes and then like get the other half so you can like have a place what i just made this up yeah so it's it, Bogo, here but lies the, ryan's head no just and like at home we've got the rest of the body split them up you're burning it and then you say i'm gonna put some of these ashes in a grave spot because for me an empty grave with just a tombstone is kind of like i don't really get that you like, want to know what i want I know what I want. Okay. I want each one of my children and you to have a separate baggie. <laughs> Not like a dope bag, but like a little separate baggie <laughs> that you can put into whatever. So it's you remember Jake, like Jake's got his dad mm-hmm. in, it looks like a little bullet on yeah, his necklace. Yeah, yeah, It's his dad. It's That's amazing. Nice. We were in Vegas this week, this last week. And like every time we had a drink, we cheers to his dad. It was oh, cool. I love that. It was amazing. I loved it. So I think something along those lines uh, for the kids, however they want it and for however you want it. Yeah. But I want the rest of my ashes to be spread. Really? Yep. hundred percent. I want a, a ceremony, a very intimate ceremony after the... By the, the water, I'm assuming. Yeah. After the huge funeral you're going to have for me. Right. Right. Like you don't throw me birthday parties, right. but you're going to have a huge funeral for me. What do you mean I don't throw you birthday parties? It's a joke. Parties? It's a joke. That was from a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Which I did. I did anyways, throw you a birthday party. Anyways, you're going to have a huge funeral for me. Um, but at the end, I want a very intimate one, maybe with whomever's surviving my family mm-hmm. uh, and yours to do it right near the water. Yeah. Yeah. I would love that. Probably Hawaii. Hawaii. So you also want like your ashes, ashes divvied up, divvied up. <laughs> yeah. Well, Divid I was up. saying that and then you're like, I know what I want. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I think I, I want, want a bogo. little bit. I don't want a BOGO. I don't want, I don't want a BOGO. I want it's a goodbye. It's a joke. Like it's not a I know you want a goodbye, but I'm saying like you want some of your ashes over here and then you want some of them over there. Mm-hmm. You want to split them up, which is what yeah. I said. I, I I think I would like a little bit. I'd, I'd like a something Monica part of in me. my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. A little bit of Tina's. Go ahead. I want some of my body. A little bit of Sandra. <laughs> 
so annoying today. Like so annoying. I want some of my body in the ground so I have a place for people to go to. I don't. I feel like Who it's do you like think an is empty grade. The kids. You think the kids are going to go there? I think they might visit like on my birthday or my or whatever, just to like. I I just feel like it's strange to me. It doesn't. It doesn't. There's no connection when there's nothing there and it's just a tombstone. Right. So I like that there's like part of me there, but I love the idea of like having like a locket or something. Which also going back to like how weird westernized culture is to maybe other cultures us carrying around our dead loved ones burned bodies in a piece of jewelry yes. like it's kind of weird like when you think about it but it's beautiful it's beautiful at the same time anyways what a good random conversation yeah we were not this was not on your list of things that you're gonna rhyme that i did today. not talk about that what yeah. we were gonna talk See, about this is what happens when you don't okay we're gonna do i love you and you're annoying and then we're gonna get into some other things which so, i won't be saying for yet. so we're we're set I'm I'm gonna get cremated. Yes. The kids and anyone who really like wants a piece of me can have me. Yeah. And then we're gonna let me go. Yes, got it. With some like awesome music. Music in the background. Got it. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. You are you ready? If I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? That's what you want? Yeah. <sighs> okay. <laughs> no, I don't want that one. Okay. Okay. What you some have some bone thugs in harmony. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks. What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is, you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Stay fresh, everyone. 
Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit goodvibeswithansjuice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with Good Vibes Juice. Do you have your... Olivia, you're annoying. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead first. No, you can go ahead. I have a feeling I know what it is, and mine's going to be like absolutely countering yours. But go ahead. What? Just go ahead. I want. I'm interested. What do you think mine is going to be? I don't know. I want to hear. You're it. wrong. 100. <laughs> percent You're wrong. Okay. What do you think it's going to be though? Well, I'll tell you after. Okay. Okay. So this last past week, this last past week, this last past week, <laughs> I was away for work. And we've talked about this, and I, I bet you, like, last month we had a podcast on this exact subject matter about how we travel differently and what our expectations are when we travel are entirely differently. I like to connect on a consistent basis back home with you, with the kids. I like to check in. I like to see them. I like to talk to them. You, on the other hand, are the opposite. While I was gone for five days... I tried to call numerous times and I was only able to connect twice with you and the kids on Zoom. Now, I know why you didn't want to get them right before bed. Riley was really upset that I left. It was it was a struggle for you. I totally get that life was more difficult for you if I called than it was if I didn't call. And I understand that you're the one that's in the chaos and you're the one that's in the mess But I thought to myself, hmm, if Brittany and I ever get divorced, this is what the experience is going to be like. I felt like I didn't have the right to call my kids. And I was so upset about it. I wanted to see them. And I realized that they were a mess. And I realized that they were upset. And I realized that if I called them, they were probably going to cry for another hour. And it was going to be very difficult for you. And I wanted to see my kids. Okay, so I also feel like you're acting like I was like, no, you're not allowed to call. You're not allowed to talk. There was one time where I didn't, I couldn't take your phone call because I missed your call. I was at a friend's house. It was literally Monday night. I was at a friend's house and I couldn't take your call. Every other freaking time we talked to you. And I was like, come here, daddy's calling. I let you talk to the kids. So I feel like you're setting this up incorrectly. No. I never once said, don't call. We don't want to talk to you. Never once. I just said, can we make sure that it's at this time? When we were on the phone, I said, you can call for sure tomorrow. Just let's do it earlier rather than later because they are going to have a fallout before bed. That's the literally the only request I had. So That's I all I'm saying. What are you saying? I get your point. Like I, this is a, this is a hard thing. So it's not like a, but it's you're, not like a right and wrong morality conversation. There's just, 
I felt like, and I get why I totally can empathize with you, why you would want to manage the situation effectively for you and the fallout that that comes with it. But sometimes when you're working and you're traveling, you don't have the you don't have the flexibility to just call at the exact time that someone wants you to call. And it's like, I just want to talk to the kids. And I, Ryan, literally outside of that one time, you always got to call and talk to the kids. So what you're saying isn't even true. Like you're setting this up as if I had declined and said no multiple times. There was only one time where I missed your call. And then another time when we were already speaking on the phone that I said, for sure, call. If you can do it earlier rather than later, that would be great. You said no problem. And then it was fine. So I'm not really sure where your upsetness comes from. That's where it comes from. Where? Don't worry about it. Because it's not true. It's not like it your true. head. I was, just don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it on this podcast. Why? We're already in the thick of it. No, no, no. Because then I'm going to have to roll on examples of it. Yeah, and go ahead. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. That was annoying to me. You know, that's annoying to me. And it is what it is. But that's not fair because I'm providing with you evidence of what happened. And you're saying that there were other things that happened. And I'm like, when? You're just what like, are you you're about? just like super, 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 super short. Babe. I literally was like talking to you the whole time you were away oh, really? over text message One words over text message. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you were, Read your text message. I will. Would you like to go through them right no, now I live don't. on the podcast? I don't. I'm just saying your response was like, yep. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what do you, what yep. do you want me to say? You're texting me in the middle of my work day too. And you're telling me certain things and I'm like, awesome. Perfect. That's hilarious. One word. One word. One word. Yes. I swear to God, I'm going to pull Don't, don't even go to your, They're I love lies. you. Go to your, go to yours. I want to hear yours. Mine yeah. is, so you're away for five days for work, but you're also in Vegas. So let's not pretend that you didn't have any fun. And I'm so happy for you. Then you come back and our neighbors throw a party and I'm like, go to the party. You never get to socialize. I want you to go. You're like, thanks. I really appreciate you. That's really nice of you. And while you were away, I'm organizing all of these things. I messaged you and I was like, we have multiple dates that are coming up. Like, just be aware of all of these things. Saturday, I said, do you want to take Riley to cheer tomorrow? Because she had practice and we were on the way to Riley's cheerleading and we were late and I don't like being late. It makes have such anxiety. And you're like, yeah, I'll take her tomorrow morning. I'm like, okay, there's also a party afterwards. And I'm like explaining to you like the dates or whatever. And you're like, okay. So then you go to the party that night and then you come home at one o'clock in the morning. No worries. And then I, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let Ryan sleep in because he's jet lagged. He also went out last night, like wife of the year. So I let you sleep in. <laughs> I let you sleep in. Then you come downstairs. I said, FYI, you have to be out of this house at eight 45. Okay. It's now eight o'clock. You have 45 minutes, like just FYI. And you're like, okay. So you're like, I'm just going to put some deodorant on, throw on a hat. It'll be fine. I'm like, no worries. Like it's, you don't have a a ton to do to get ready. Then you kind of like mosey around. I'm getting Riley's water bottle. I'm making sure she's changed. I'm like running around at like the 11th hour, making sure that you guys aren't late, especially because we were late the day before. And I made it a point to be like, you guys, like you're going to be late. I'm so calm. Not once did I yell. And Riley is ready at the door and you are getting water. And I'm like, Riley, you're going to be late. To be fair, I didn't know where you were. I actually thought you were in the basement. I said, um, Riley, you're going to be late. And you screamed at me so loud. And it, I was honestly so mad at you. You were like, I know. Don't treat me like a child. And I was like, I'm not. I'm so sick of being the one that is like managing the schedule. And I'm coming off as the bad guy. 
I said, you have to be here at a certain time. You're like, it takes 20 minutes to get there. We have half an hour. Riley has to get there. She has to put her shoes on. She has to change. And I just didn't want to be late at all. I wanted to be early because yesterday we were late. And it really pissed me off because I feel like I'm always harping on like scheduling and I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be the one like whipping down to be like, we got to get at the door. I'm always yelling. And it just was very frustrating for you to yell in front of the kids and to have Riley be like, dad, that wasn't very nice because it not only pissed me off, it showed her that you, it's okay to talk to me like that. And I was like, hella pissed. And I feel like we haven't had this, like, this is the first time we've had this conversation, like live in living color. Like Ryan knew I was mad yesterday. I was not home at all. Like literally I was like, I'm, I'm not going to be home until he says sorry. And he still hasn't. So. Well, I'm sorry. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. I gave you a hug. Yeah. Without saying sorry. I love you. You're like, it's really cold in this house. So listen, there's a couple of things. First and foremost, nobody should ever raise their voice at another human being ever. And I did. And so I own that. And I apologize for that. Thank you. And when I got in the car and I talked to Riley, the first thing I, what I wanted to do was I wanted to defend my position. But the first thing I did was I said to Riley, Riley, no human being should ever yell at another human being, period. No husband should ever yell at his wife, period, period. I have no excuse whatsoever for yelling at your mom. And... (laughs) <laughs> no, I did. I did end up telling her why I was mad at you. Um, I'm joking, <laughs> but no, I did. You just, you just so you're completely aware. I, I really wanted to defend my position in front of Riley because I wanted her to know that it wasn't, it wasn't that you said like that morning you told me like I was literally talking to you. You looked me square in the face and said, you're going to be late. And I'm like, I guess what I'm saying isn't important all of a sudden. Fine, I'll go upstairs. And then proceeded to say, you're going to be late again. And then again, you're going to be late again. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm a 39-year-old man with a watch. I know what time it is. I know what time I have to get there. I know how long it takes for me to get there. I know the procedures that occur once I am there. And I'm okay. Leave me alone. And so when I went downstairs and Riley was ready and I saw that she was ready, I went and got us water, us water, her water and my water. No, you didn't. Yes, I I did. I already got her water. It was in a pink glass and she took it from the front of the Her water bottle had a quarter of water in it with the big straw. I brought it. I brought it to her full. Okay. Well, it was already filled. I filled hers and I filled mine and you were like, and I guess again, you thought I was downstairs. So you were yelling downstairs to me when I was around the corner. So I thought you were yelling at me and that's my response was, I know what time it is. Okay. I'm an adult, leave me alone, is what I said to you. Now, I shouldn't have said it as loud as I said it. I admit that, but please, please realize and recognize I'm a 39 year old man. I know what time it is. I think the frustrating part. We got to the facility. We had a great time. We sat down, we laughed, we talked. We talked to like five different people while we were there. Riley was not late in any way, shape or form. She walked in casually. I walked in casually behind her to find out what the judges had to say about it. It was a great morning. I'm sitting here thinking, 
I have to be there in 30 minutes. It takes me 18 minutes to get there. Why are you harping on me? I just was very concerned about being late a second day in the row. And I feel like being early is better than being late. And for you to have 45 minutes and not like be ready and early to leave was frustrating. I'm like, what? Like after everything that I've planned and done for you and let you sleep in and I'm still like, you got to go. And I've, I've prepped everything for her was super frustrating. And I was like, why am I doing this? Like you had 45 minutes in the morning to literally put a hat on and put deodorant on. And you're still walking out the door later than you should have. You see people, this is life. This is real life. I'm so glad that you gave Riley that conversation. I never got that conversation. Why didn't you have it with her? No, the apology that you said I should never have yelled oh, you at your mom. It right now. I because wait, I, I was brought it, it up. For this. I was saving it for okay. this. Okay. I knew that would be your I love you and your annoyance. You I was knew. Saving it. You knew yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of yesterday, we had a thank you for the apology. Yeah, you're welcome. Great. Um, I never got an apology for the lack of phone calls I was allowed to make, but that's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yesterday, parent fail. Yesterday we had, we had a really busy weekend, but Cooper was supposed to go to a birthday party. He got invited to so long ago. I had the invitation and it was from four to six at this like, um, indoor turf place and thing. So he's so excited. This little girl is in her class, in his class and, um, we get everything ready. We have the present. We drive. It's only like 12 minutes from us. We show up and I don't like see any other cars. So we walk in and I see like a girl's soccer team practicing. I'm like, oh, maybe there's another area. There's not. I start to panic. Cooper's like, where, like, where is she? Where is she? We go back to the car. I look at the invitation. Thank God I brought it. And I see on the invitation that it says Saturday, March 24th. And my not, heart. Not, not good. Literally, I was so angry at myself. I was so sad. I looked at Coop and I was like, sweetheart, like, I'm so sorry. Mommy made a big error. The birthday party was actually yesterday. And like the disappointment in his face, just take that knife and drive it deeper into my heart. He was so freaking sad. So I'm like scrambling. I'm like, you know what? It's okay. Like we'll drop her present off at her after We'll have um, a play date for you too, but like, let's you and I do something fun. And he was like, no, like, I just want to go home. And I was like, Koopy, I'm like, why don't we go? I'm like, let's go to a play center. And he was like, okay, like I'm down. So then he was super excited about it. We ended up going to this play center. He's having the like a blast. He was like prime Cooper, the funnest Cooper until we played a game, which again, this is my fault because it was my idea. <laughs> So there's like those like basically punching bags like at the play centers that like you can like swing and go through. So I'm like, oh, I have an idea because he was like holding onto it and like swinging onto it. I'm like, why don't you jump off this small step and then like grab it and like swing back and forth? And he did it like 10 times. And he, he was like, this is the best thing ever until he fell and smashed his nose and his forehead on the carpet. And he has this huge carpet burn all over his forehead. And like, he was bawling. We left like right after that. I was like, I'm the worst mom ever. And I'm like, do you want to have ice cream? And he was like, yeah. So we went and got ice cream and he was so sweet. We were like walking along Paris. It's a small little town. And he looks up at me and he's like, mom, it's such a beautiful day. It's so quiet. Listen to the birds. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah, honey, it's so nice. He looks, he's like, this is the best day. I'm like, oh my God. Like it was so hard for me because obviously as a parent, you make so many mistakes, but to see that disappointment in your kid's eye and you know that you caused that was so hard for me to deal with. Yeah. And then I feel, I felt terrible for the family that we missed because yeah. we said we were going to go. I know. And I don't, 
like when you have a birthday party for your kid, you want them to be showered with friends yeah. and laughter and, and presents and all of those things. Like you have it built up in your head. You just want it to be as perfect as possible for them. You know how important the list of invitees are. And so when your kid is, is invited to these parties, you got to show up. Yeah. And we didn't show up. And so after I had, we were like, we're coming. I even told, I saw Dina that like the week of in the yeah. morning, I'm like, Hey, where is this place? And she was like, it's here. It's going to be so fun. I'm like, awesome. We'll be there. Like now they were so sweet. Cause she, I was Ugh. talking to her today, a drop off. And she was like, yeah, well we figured, you know, about half an hour in, we thought, Oh, well Riley does have cheerleading. So maybe they're at cheerleading. I know. And I'm like, yeah. It's, it's true. She did have cheerleading. But we would have been like, hey, we are communicating that we're, we aren't going to be we're there. We're either not going to be there or we're going to rearrange it. I said, regardless, I'm like, we told you we were going to be there and we weren't there. And I feel like garbage. And she's like, you know, everyone's busy. It's a busy time of the year. And I'm like, I get it. It's a busy time of the year. And it doesn't have to be. Yeah. We fucked up. Mm-hmm. We did. And you're like, you're like taking all the blame and you're like, I fucked up. And I'm like, I could have read the invitation too. And you're like, yeah, but like. You, why would you read the invitation if I told you it's on Sunday, it's on Sunday? Because the invitation's there and I can read it and yeah. I didn't. Yeah. And so I felt terrible for the for the little one. I felt terrible for Cooper. Uh, but I felt I felt like we did the parents wrong. Yeah. And that's like that still bothers me. Mm-hmm. And like, I, you know, words are words, but it still bothers me. And I'm still upset about it. Well, for me, it's because like I don't. I didn't, and this is going to, I'm going to tell a really quick story after this, but like I, for me, if it's like, Hey, say we invited a child, right. They say, I talk to the parents, they're like, we're coming and then they don't show up. I'd be like, wow, that what an like, that's kind of an asshole move. Like Total I just D-bag. talked to them, right? Like I would be a little angry at the parents. Obviously it's not Cooper's fault. He doesn't know. So like, I'm just picturing them like angry with us and being like, wow, that's kind of shitty. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. And that just feels so bad because it wasn't intentional yet. We did it. So anyways, I need to say this story because I talked about this on my Instagram and the amount of people that wrote me and were like, girl, this has happened to me X, Y, and Z, like so many, which was very comforting knowing that I wasn't the only fuck up, but this woman was like so many, the one that stuck out in my mind, she was like, so one year my, um, my daughter was invited to this birthday party and, um, we said we could go. And then what happened was, is she's like my, my, I think she said her father, my father passed away. And in the interim of that, obviously my mind was like completely not there and we missed the party. And so she's like, I found out a couple years ago that this, the mom of the girl's birthday didn't know like that my, my dad passed away. We didn't really know each other. And she blacklisted my child from going to this, her kid's birthday party for years after. And she was like, I just found this out. And my poor kid like had no idea while they weren't like why they weren't allowed to go to the birthday party. And I'm like, man, it sucks because this mom was obviously like mama bear, super angry for her child, right? Like they got missed out, but she's assuming that it was, on, it was on purpose. Had she had just been like, Hey, um, missed you at the party. Um, like hope everything's okay. Then this woman could have been like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like my father passed away. And then this never would have happened, but we just assume the worst. People like to avoid drama by creating drama. Yeah. It's so sad. Like, I don't know if there's a rule to this game, but what I would say is if you know us and we've fucked up and we've done something, we said we're going to be somewhere and we're not call us out on it. Not like 
call us out on it as in like make us wrong for it, but like be inquisitive about why we weren't yeah, there. Like it's never, it would never be intentionally like rude. Do you know what I mean? Like it, either we forgot or something's not adding up. Like we're not spiteful people. And my, my invitation for you guys is this. If you are, if you missed something or if, if someone missed something for you, reach out to them to find out. That happened to us at our wedding. Remember, yes. remember one of our guests, we didn't send out Annie. the, we didn't send out her, no, we did her invitation or it was spelt wrong or something. I don't know. Her last name is very, very long and it's very difficult. So we sent out her invitation. It clearly like didn't make it to her. And it's funny because like we had like Annie's in like the weddings, like the, um, the seating chart, everything. And I hadn't heard an RSVP from her. And I was like, oh, that's really weird. Thank God. Annie called. She me. had balls. She to was like, be like, Hey, we've talked hey. about your wedding a bunch of times. Also, like Annie was at my bachelorette. She did so much stuff for me for my bachelorette. So it like for me to be like not inviting her to my wedding is like wild, but thank God she called me because I literally like the wedding day, I would have been like, I don't even know if, well, I would have, cause I would have been like, they're not here. We have two plates for them and they're not here. They didn't even RSVP. Like this would have been the reverse. Yeah. Anyway, thank God she called and was like, I, this is really awkward, but like, are, are we invited to your wedding? Because like, I, I thought we were, we talked about it and I was like, yeah, what are you talking about? Moral of the story, always check in. <laughs> always. If, if it doesn't make sense, check in because you're going to make it mean something for yourself. You're going to put it in the back of your head and you're going to live out the rest of your life as if that's real life. And it's not. And you know what? Worst case scenario, say you do call them out on it and they're like, they were being an asshole about it. But now, you know. now, you know, <laughs> now, you know, blacklist that kid. <laughs> I'm going to say one story before we leave, because I did spend I uh, did spend the majority of last week in Vegas. And you're right. I did have a good time while I was working. I worked a lot. Now, Jake, who's listening to this, will say, yeah, you were there, but I worked a lot. And you're correct, Jake. You definitely worked a way harder than I did. But I was there for the whole time. Jake and I had a good time. One of the nights, realizing that we were working as long as we were working for as long as we were working, I said, you know, Jake has never been to Vegas before. You can't go to Vegas and not experience Vegas. So I booked us um, a show. We went to see Ka, Ka or Kai, K, Kai, K-A from Cirque du Soleil. So we're, we're getting these tickets. We go out, we have our hamburgers, we have our, our dinners. And I said to him, you know what would be really fun, Jake, is if we went and got some gummies and we went and watched this show a little high, right? Now, if you know me, you know that a little high is high for me because that's just not my, it's not my regular thing. So anyways, we go to this distillery, we get some, some uh, gummies, we eat these gummies, we show up to this car thing. We're waiting in line to get some drinks. Jake orders a beer. I said to the guy, I'm like, uh, what's the difference between your large drinks and your small drinks? He said, oh, big time. One ounces versus four ounces. Okay. I'll take a four ounce strawberry daiquiri, please. <laughs> Jake looks at the strawberry daiquiri says, I will take a strawberry daiquiri as well. So here's two dudes sitting in, in this uh, Cirque du Soleil with these massive cups of, sir, of uh, strawberry daiquiri stoned out of our minds, just totally out of the world. I cannot tell you how impressive that show was. I right. cannot put into words how impressive that show was. We walked in and I felt like I was in a different planet. This building and this room we were in was the biggest room I've ever seen in my entire life. I also feel like the show would be so impressive as is. But if you were high, you were probably like, this is Narnia. So we ended up getting last second or last minute tickets. So we ended up on row six, wow. very cost effective row six. We were immersed in this stage. And I can't even, I cannot describe to you what this thing was like. It was mind boggling. And I'm thinking... This was mind boggling regardless of your state. 
So I'm looking at this and there's a couple of periods of time where I'm staring at this screen, looking at this like stage moving and people falling like a hundred feet into nowhere. Don't know where they went. Sand is falling. Don't know where it's going. Water's coming down. Don't even know where it's coming from. Ships are coming into the scene. And Jake, look at Jake. Jake's like, where have they been hiding that? I look over and like, there's many times where I'm like, why is my mouth so dry? Oh, because my mouth is wide open. Like I'm like in like this state of shock this entire time. I turn over and I look at Jake and Jake is in the exact same position as I am. His eyes are wide open. His mouth is wide open. He looks over to me and says, how am I ever going to explain this to someone else? And in that moment, I realized you can't. Yeah. You simply cannot, if I want to say, oh, this hundred foot stage levitates out of nowhere, turns on a 45 degree angle, flips upside down. All of a sudden it's now 100 degree or 90 degrees facing up. We're looking at this thing. People are falling from it. They're falling and they're catching themselves on these Wasn't stakes. Wasn't you that were stakes. like. Where are the stakes you said? I don't know where they came from, but they're coming from the ground. People are shooting arrows. Arrows are coming into the ground. I'm like, are they coming from the bottom? Are they coming from the top? This is very dangerous. People are shooting arrows over our heads. People are flying over our heads. And I'm telling you, I was in like, I felt like I landed in Narnia. Yeah. I felt like I landed in Narnia. The show ends. It was amazing. Spectacular. I can't wait to see it again, regardless of my condition. Yeah. We get out of this place. And this is in the MGM Grand. I'd never been in the MGM before. We turn left and we start walking and walking and walking. And I'm telling you, walking. And I look at Jake and I'm like, where are we going? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, are we trying to leave? He's like, yeah, I think we are. Oh I'm God. like, I look up, I'm, I look up because in, in wherever you go, they tell you where everything is, yeah. right? And I'm looking and I see no exit and I turn around and on the same thing, but on the other side, it shows that there's an exit and the exit's the other direction. We had been walking and walking and walking in the wrong direction. So we finally decide to turn around. I've got shin splints at this point in time. Right. We turn around, we get to the exit. When we get to the exit, I look at the exit and I look at the right and I look at Jake and I said, Jake. We started right there. <laughs> we were standing beside the exit when we got out of the show and we just went with the flow of traffic to the left. You know, you're just in caw of it all. Caw caw! I'm telling you guys, if you are ever in <laughs> Vegas and you get a chance to go to a show. caw or absinthe. Absinthe is insane. Absinthe is insane. such a... Such a um, small boutique venue type thing it was amazing it's immersive because yeah. you feel like you're on this stage it's like an eight foot stage as a circle yeah. and they perform like right in and front of you hilarious. and over you. it's amazing mm -hmm. absinthe is like if you and your if you are with a group of people that are like fun yeah go to absinthe yeah. if you're with your partner and you're stoned go to call <laughs> i'm telling you i can't describe it and, and i don't even want to been vegas reviews by ryan yeah five stars five stars on yelp Go to Ka. It will it will melt your brain. Yeah, literally. Perfect. If the weed doesn't, is, it, is yeah. that it? It was good. Yeah. Well, anyway. Okay. Well, enjoy the rest of your week. Peace out, Atom. Bye. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Beerley and I'm Jennifer Chaikin and we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of The Therapy Group and hosts of The Shrink Chicks Podcast. Every week we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, 
family dynamics, relationships, and burnout, making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psycho babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how and work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you, because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. Hey.